0: there. Welcome to Mission Audition. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli for Voices.com. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about a really cool read that I know a lot of you have practiced, uh, and we have just the right person to be discussing it with us today. We have Amy Breedlove with us.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you, Stephanie. Yes, I saw you in New York many
0: moons ago, right? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> in, in today's days, it's right. kind of Like it feels like a dog year probably went by. Exactly. Yeah, so it was wonderful to see you, though, and I'm so happy that you're here. You do so well on Voices, and um, to have you share your wisdom and also your insight today will be a great treat for everybody. So um, just so we all know, listening audience, um, Amy is very qualified. She has a broadcasting degree, a speech broadcasting degree, actually, which is pretty awesome. And you also have been in voiceover, like as a career artist, for for a little while now, and mm-hmm. I I know that we don't want to necessarily say the years that we all graduated from <laughs> schools because I know that my my anniversaries are are stacking up. Um, but you know, you've been serious into voiceover for for a long time. You've seen a lot of changes in the industry, and not only is Amy an amazing talent, she's also a voiceover coach, mm-hmm. and you have clients like Bank of America, McDonald's, Krispy Kreme, Target and Cadillac, just to name some of them. So uh, that that's quite a, a resume. Um, Amy, Like, why don't you tell us about why you got into voiceover and why you've decided to make this your life's work?
1: Sure. Um, wow, let's see. Well, it all started back in 1994. Um, <laughs> I'll go ahead and mention the year. I don't mind. Um, and uh, I started in radio after college and did a 16-year radio career in all aspects of radio, and then uh, 1999, while still in radio, um, the station voice, uh, John Pleasy, I think he's still out there in station voice land, um, was in town, and I started chatting with him and asked him what exactly it was that he does, and he said it's voiceover, you know, and um, I was really intrigued because I said I I was production director at the time at the radio station, and I said, I love what I do every day rather than being on the air. This is just so much fun, voicing commercials, writing commercials, and producing commercials. And he said, well, you should really look into voiceover. So he gave me some great little nuggets of wisdom. And uh, from there, I started voicing some local commercials and getting paid. It was really exciting. Um, and then life happened. Uh, my I'm an only child, and my parents, um, both of them, passed within a few years of each other. Uh, so I kind of pushed it to the side and then uh, met my husband. And my husband always said, everybody's always having you do their commercials at the radio station. You should, like, do this on your own. And I'm like, yeah, somebody else brought that up a few years ago. And we ended up moving to Alaska for a while for a fun adventure. I was in radio there uh, two weeks after being there. The afternoon DJ said, have you ever thought of doing voiceover? So I'm like, okay, the universe is trying to tell me something. (laughs) So I delved into uh, voiceover while still in radio again and built a client base up then. And gosh, by um, 2011, I was like, I think I'm ready to go full time. So I left the radio world and went full time voiceover and the rest is history.
0: Oh my goodness. That is an amazing story. So it it does seem like things in life are meant to be, right? Absolutely. This this career you have is not by chance. So thank you so much for sharing all about where you've come from and, and how you got there. I think that's very inspiring for everybody. So, Amy, you are not just a talent, but you are a coach too, and you help people in their voiceover journey. So, could you tell us about your coaching business and uh, just kind of the sort of work that you do with people and the way that you do it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I like to work around uh, script analysis and uh, talk about inflection and tone and punching the right words, uh, building up the the company or the business, or the brand that you're working on. And I specialize in uh a Commercial and IVR and corporate reads.
0: Wow, that's a lot of of greatness right there. (laughs) I'm thinking like people are going to really enjoy what you have to say in this episode. So, thank you. Today, we're going to talk about internet video and also kind of a read that's more for that. So, for this job, we're looking for a voice age that is middle aged and at voices.com, that's between the ages of 35 to 54. We're looking for a female voice. The category is internet video. Our industry is video production. And for the style, we need someone who can sound authentic and relatable. She's speaking English. That's what we're expecting all of these wonderful auditions to be. And the accent is North American. So um, just for anyone listening out there, taking some notes, what you're going to listen for, because you're listening along with us, is a middle-aged female voice. A tech-savvy woman who's constantly on the go and documenting her daily life. So this is somebody who really knows her tools and she's really wanting to document anything from her family. Um, she always brings her phone on business trips and, and so on. She's wanting to capture life. So the last bit of creative direction here is to have a voice that's cool and confident. So be sure to listen for that. This voice also needs to have an air of sophistication that's on display while the narrator, the voice, is explaining usage of the app that she's talking about. Um, But she's also not afraid to laugh at herself. That's a lot to ask, wouldn't she say? Or like, (laughs) my goodness, eh, Amy? Definitely.
1: I just get this image of this power woman walking through the airport with her cell phone and her briefcase, you know, and her luggage, all of this just moving on.
0: Oh, yes. That is a great image, actually. I, I, can, I can totally see that woman just, you know, beelining to her gate, right? Yes. Okay. We're going to review all of the auditions as we normally do. And so we're going to start with audition number one. This is audition one of eight. Isn't that amazing? We've got eight mm-hmm. today. So here we go. Exciting. Audition number one.
1: PhotoHop helps you free up space on your smartphone
0: while building a beautiful
1: and organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots. Start your free trial
0: today. All right. Well, that was our first read. What do you think, Amy?
1: Well, gosh, let's see. Um, I would say first, um, it's a little flat. Needs to bring those words off the page because if you're a power woman, you're powerful. And you're also um, you're also excited about uh, Photohop because that's your business. And well, that's actually what I always try to think of when I when I do an audition is this is my business and I want to tell everybody about it because I'm really excited about it. Um, so maybe a little more more excitement. Um, I do like the nice relaxed tone though, but maybe a little more emphasis on certain words, um, especially that, you know, the stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. You know, stop feeling guilty and definitely punch the, the photo hop. A good conversational tone is in there, but I think just needs to be punched a little more.
0: All right. That's our first of eight. So I think that's really, really great feedback. And and as uh, we were talking about earlier, it's like, uh, I just know that all the tips that you're going to give are going to be really actionable. Um, you know, I hope people are writing this down. And and it's so good to hear someone who's really experienced in this area speaking to it. So I, I agree. I think that there's a certain, well, and, and this is funny, because I was just thinking about how uh, at Voices, when we do our training, for like how to listen, and mm-hmm. um, you know, half the battle is is really understanding who you are in the script, and also like mm-hmm. who your audience is, and and so um, sometimes, and when we think about interpretation and direction we might also have a different way of interpreting the uh, the words that, you know, the director is trying to get us to sound a certain way. So depending on what, you know, someone might perceive to be tech savvy, you know, what does that sound like? Or, or what does a power woman, right? What does that right. sound like? Exactly. It's just so, so much to think about in these reads. And and what we have in our minds, it just kind of comes out and it's, it's going to hit the mark or not. And I, I think it was pretty close, um, but I'd mm-hmm. love To hear what audition number two has. PhotoHop helps you free up space on your smartphone while building a beautiful and organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots. Start your free trial today. Wow, another good read. Amy, any thoughts on this one? Hmm, Maybe
1: slow down a little bit. Um, It felt like she was just trying to get to the end. The stop feeling guilty, again, I feel like could be played on a little bit, you know, stop feeling guilty. Um, uh, But a very sweet tone. I definitely like the smile. In her voice,
0: mm-hmm. I think there was um, kind of this this younger feel to it. Definitely, yes. like I felt like I was listening to two different um, powerful women in their own way, perhaps. Yes. Uh, and just Good thinking, point. okay, well, this this woman, I couldn't see her charging through the uh, the airport trying to get to the gate. But what I did see or hear, I guess, like, can we see voices? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but what I kind of <laughs> got from this was that she was almost a, a more – maybe it would appeal to a, a different part of the market, like people who are a little less, um, you know, assertive or, or more of that sort of feel of being powerful or, or so on. But it really does feel like, like she's just really calm in a way. Um, yeah, she's got more, the calm, powerful going on. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and that's so funny because there's, there's different ways of exhibiting the same trait – right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. And as we go along, just thinking about that for everybody. And and I hope that uh, after afterwards, everyone goes and finds a script for this one and practices on their own and see what they would do with it. Um, but mm-hmm. I, that's two very different reads right off the hop. I think that's, that's interesting. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, all right. Uh, well, if we don't have any more comments on that audition here, that was number two. Let's listen to audition number three. PhotoHop helps you free up space on your smartphone building a beautiful and
1: organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots. Start your free
0: trial today. <laughs> Another different take. Yes. So, Amy, what, what would you um, say about this one?
1: Well, first, I loved a little giggle on Stop Feeling Guilty. That was, that was a nice touch. And I could see more of my image... Um, with this read of the, the gal walking through the airport. Um, there's a lot of simplicity, though, and a nice relaxed read, too. Um, I think she's moving in the right direction. Um, maybe just, again, punch some different words. Again, you know, it's always what the director wants, too. You know, I mean, they may not want other words punched. I, I would I would love to hear it, like, with... A couple more words punched, and especially the photo hop. I feel like everybody's, so far, just photo hop helps you free up space. And photo hop, get excited about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the brand name is so important, right? Like, right, Like any exactly. time when we see that, just about everybody I've ever spoken to has said you need to play it up. Like, because that's what they're paying you for. (laughs) This is the company that is produced the app. They're the grocery store. They're the whatever. So, Mm -hmm. um, can you think back to a time in a session, Amy, where -hmm. you've been directed and you have had to make a big to do about a brand name? Like, can, like, how did that director help you to, to know that? Um, but also like, what is the end result of doing it really well?
1: You know, and that's funny because um, it sounds so different when you're reading it, and then you, when you listen back, and this one director was, he he said, you know, you're going to sound ridiculous over the top when you read this, but when you listen back, I promise you, it's going to sound perfect. And I said, okay. So I just, I read it completely over the top with a big smile, and when I listened back, I was like, oh, wow, you're right. It
0: sounds normal, <laughs> Wow. And why is that, do you think? Why, why, when we exaggerate behind the microphone, does it come across as, as normal to other people?
1: I honestly don't know. I have not figured that one out. That is one of the, the scientific things of voiceover I cannot figure out. But it's amazing how cheesy you can sound when you're reading something and you listen back and you're like, wow, that just sounds normal and how it should sound.
0: Yeah, if that, that is sense. that could be its own podcast episode, you know, like <laughs> exactly. the, the hidden secrets of voiceover. You know, how do you, <laughs> um, you know, sound really great while you think you're cheesy, or you know, yeah, I, there are so many different ways also that you can get your uh, your voice to do things um, that. You know, it isn't just necessarily the placement. It could be how you're using your hands, right? Like Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, maybe as we go along, we'll, we'll just, like, think of all those other ways that people are able to, to help bring their performance to life. Um, but I know that if I didn't have my hands like, and if I couldn't use them to talk, oh. then I'd be at quite a loss. I have hit the pop filter so many times. <laughs> oh, goodness. There's so many tools of the trade that can help save us from ourselves, and I think that the pop filter is one of them. Yes.
1: Most definitely. I cannot live without my pop filter.
0: Absolutely. So that was audition number three. I think it's time to listen to our fourth audition.
1: PhotoHop helps you free up space on your smartphone while building a beautiful and organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots. Start your free trial today.
0: Wow. I, I don't know if I ever felt guilty about taking 200 photos, but I do now. <laughs> <laughs> In one, like one sitting. like that that part of the script for whatever reason just really popped out at me right now. Like, have she I She did that? a great job on that line. Yeah, absolutely. I think oh that's my why it's, it stood out. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking back to vacations past, and um, yeah, I I think there's probably one too many photos of of the uh, Roman Coliseum, you know. So, um, <laughs> but what do you think? Like, it, it just this one felt different to me
1: yeah me too very um it definitely stood out um great punch there on the stop feeling guilty about snapping those photos maybe a little too wispy but that just could be her her tone and let's see uh maybe a little more conversational um could be thrown in there but overall i mean i i liked it
0: Yes, I, I, I really liked it too. And she had a different um vocal timbre, right? Like she sounded yes. like it was a different I don't know how to, to put a, a label on it, but you know, you like it just feels it feels like like um like a latte. And, I don't know. Like, you know what I that mean? Like that is a really good
1: way to put it. It was a smooth latte. Yeah.
0: Like, she just had, like, this, <laughs> this this element. And I don't drink coffee, by the way. But the few times I have, and the way that I have seen it made, it just reminds Ooh. me of, like, you know, like, it, it just seems like there's that texture. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's texture, right? This isn't, like, you know, it's... There's there's some substance to that voice that you don't always hear in in other voices every every voice has its own amazing beautiful qualities but this is a different mm-hmm. kind of voice and and sometimes it's the different voices that will stick out you know for for good reasons but also the mm-hmm. ones that can differentiate a brand right and help them to stick out Oh absolutely
1: and this I think she's got the uh the conversational sitting in a coffee shop thing going on too which is huge these days. I see that all the time in auditions. You know, you're just in a coffee shop chatting with a friend, and that is what that sounded like.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So many interesting, wonderful thoughts about these auditions. And what I love is that not one of them has sounded like the other.
1: No, so far, they're you know, all
0: unique. Yeah, sometimes we hear patterns mm-hmm. on the show. Sometimes, you know, there's certain sort of styles and, and people all take the direction the same way or, or similar, mm-hmm. but I'm hearing different interpretations. So way to go, everyone who auditioned for this job, because you're you're finding yes. different notes in the copy and also how they play with your voice. So that was, mm-hmm. that was awesome. I think that was audition number four, I think. Yep, yep. Okay, I'm getting a, a head nod there from Randy. Thank you so much, my Zoom friend. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, as you know, we are all still remote. Um, so, okay. So now we're going to listen to audition number five. Photohop helps you free up space on your smartphone while building a beautiful and organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots. Start your free trial today. <laughs> Well, that was that was <laughs> bigger, bigger than the others, so far as I can hear, like in my my earbuds that I'm wearing that that one was it had a lot of presence. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that there might be some some elements there uh, that you have some tips for,
1: maybe um a little too happy, but I like the quirkiness. There's like a quirkiness to her voice that kind of reminds me of D- uh, Zoe De Chanel. And I love Zoe De Chanel. So that was fun. That was a totally fun read. Maybe some emphasis issues, like a little bit of a wrong emphasis at the end. Um, again, a director is always going to, you know, tell you what they want. But, you know, what I hear is um, maybe start your free trial today. That's where it hits for me. I, but I love the quirky. Yeah. For sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Quirky is, is really cool because mm-hmm. it sticks out. You know, it's, again, another one of those differentiators that a brand has in it. And she also, like, I think she also brought some attitude like, there was this yes. a beautiful sparkle in her voice, um, yes. but there was also this kind of, like, I don't know, she, she'd be, like, the sassy friend in the group or something. Yes. Like, you know, someone who is able to to kind of, you know, just just say it, like, oh, yeah, 200 photos. Like, don't feel guilty about that and and whatever <laughs> else she might, um, you know, carry on with in the script. And I think sometimes we need to have permission to not feel badly about certain things, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like... Two hundred's probably an exaggeration, um, but uh, I just think that— Maybe not you, for my phone. Yeah, no, not, not for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I've had phones where I've I've had far too many photos, and it's like, you are now out of storage space. It's like, no, yes. I'm, I'm not going to—like, I've got to fix this. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think that she had a different appeal, and I love how you've kind of found a voice that she may have sounded like. You know, and mm-hmm. and for that person who auditioned there, they may have never heard that they sounded kind of like Zoe Deschanel, and now all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know, I've got something that I can play up. Now I I might be able to, um, you know, embrace that aspect of my voice. Um, I can describe my voice as sounding similar to or whatever, because if someone is casting and they want to hire someone with. Her type of voice or her way mm-hmm. of speaking, because we know that a sound alike, you know, that's not that you have to sound exactly like somebody when you're doing that, but you sound close enough and it's more the style, the manner in which they speak and kind of like um, the, I guess, the biology and the voice, if you will, uh, that same mm-hmm. kind of makeup. Uh, Like, that's really interesting. Do you find, Amy, that when you listen to people, when you hear somebody's voice, can you, like, place who they sound like? I
1: try to, definitely. Um, It doesn't always pop up. Like, this one was an instantaneous, like, oh, my gosh, I see Zoe Deschanel for sure. And I think, too, with um, being in radio for so long, because so many people told me, when I would be at a re- at a remote, they would come up to me and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I thought you were like this little short, tiny girl with blonde hair, and you kind of reminded me of a cheerleader." And I'm actually about five nine, and I have. Uh, brown hair. And, you know, it would just always like, whoa. Um, So it's amazing how the voice uh, brings up different images.
0: Just thinking about how sometimes people may get a certain image in their head of what someone looks like. And uh, just thinking just at Voices, we have always maintained that the headshot is never shown in the auditions. So, um, whenever you're auditioning for a job on Voices.com, like it's it's just your name, you know, all the other things that you would expect to be there are there to represent you through that audition. Uh, But but sometimes, like we don't sound or look like you know what the opposite of the sound or look is. Right. Okay. Uh, Well, let's move on then to audition number six. Photohop helps you free up space on your smartphone while building a beautiful and organized photo library stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots. Start your free trial today. Wow. You know who would like this app? Like I'm just starting to get a picture of who's actually going to get this app. I think it's someone Mm -hmm. who does like travel journalism or they like, you know, they blog about all the places they've been or they're they're, like there's somebody who actually relies on it, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Most definitely, I can think of a few people already that would instantly want to download download this app. My husband's always like, you have way too many photos on your phone.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say um, that when we can see ourselves in an audience or when we immediately know who that audience is, then I think that the voice artist has done a good job. You know, like, if, if you can mm-hmm. connect with what someone is saying, and it actually reaches you in such a way that, you know, what they're saying is, is going to help you, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, that, that's a thing for me, then I think that that's a good voiceover.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and that one did feel good. I think that, like, a lot of them have, but it felt like she knew who she was talking to.
1: Absolutely. Um, and her tone was just beautiful very natural. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh my goodness. We are in the home stretch. I think we've got two more auditions left. So everybody who is listening, I hope you've been taking some notes. Uh, So this is audition number seven. PhotoHop helps you free up space on your smartphone while building a beautiful and organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your
1: best shots. Start your free trial today. All right. Mm. Um, Let's see. I would say that it's a little sing-songy, but I love her tone. She's got a great, smooth tone, um, very conversational, um, and maybe some different emphasis on some words. What about you?
0: Yeah. Well, when I was listening, and I, I tend to pick up these patterns, I I tend to hear when people always return to, like, the anchor note. You know, like, uh, as a musician, you know, you have the, the anchor is, like, you know, in an octave or a key. It's always, like, the, the first note, like, middle C or something. And when people mm-hmm. return to that anchor too frequently— and then you're like, well, where's the inflection, or why do we always land here? And that mm-hmm. was something that I I wondered about, not necessarily this audition in particular, uh, but any auditions or anything that we're reading. At what point does it become too much to always go home, if you will, to that that base sort of uh, tone or pitch? And you know, like, and, and the last word of this uh, this audition is the one I'm thinking of. It's it's where it goes down. You know, like, and we all tend to speak. Down when we finish a sentence, but how for for your experience that you've been through, you know how how often should we be hitting that note? Does it always need to go down at the end of a phrase, or or uh, is there some flexibility there?
1: That's a really good thought um, because uh, I've noticed that during sessions, quite often that as I'm reading along, because I don't really think about it when I'm reading they'll stop me and say, wait, 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 Um, we need to go down on that sentence because it needs to sound, it needs to end. And when I'm reading it, I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense to me because it feels like it still needs to flow. But so maybe it's the whole thing of actually hearing it and, you know, you're not hearing it the same way when you read it.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think if we heard someone read, you know, maybe one minute of um, script, as opposed to 30 seconds or something. We'd probably mm-hmm. get more of a sense for where they keep doing the same thing, and then they say something and it goes back here. And then and that's the sort of, right. uh, you know, like the variation can matter. I, I completely agree and hear you on something needs to sound finished or settled. Uh, but mm-hmm. I also know that from time to time, that can if, if you use that too much, let's say, if you're constantly going back to that one place, then, then that can take away from right that, then flow that doesn't. You're work.
1: Exactly. It's like a, a song. It's got to flow in the right spots.-hmm Your middle C um, description is just beautiful. I love that.
0: A great place it to is. start. So <laughs> we think of the sound of music, it's a very good place to start right at the beginning. So, um, yes. oh, my gosh. And speaking of which, we are about to come full circle. We are now listening to audition number eight.
1: PhotoHop helps you free up space on your smartphone while building a beautiful and organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots. Hmm, That was definitely cool and confident to me.
0: It was. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question only because I, I heard it in here, and I'm wondering what your opinion is on it. Um, okay. But vocal fry. I think I mm. heard it in there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, can you let us know if you did? And then for those of us who, who don't know what vocal fry is, could you give us a description, please? Yes, I
1: did hear it. In fact, I was going to say that it sounds very radio on her, um, the last sentence, start your free trial today. And the... the uh um, the vocal fry definitely was very strong there,
0: and so for vocal fry stylistically, would you say that this is where we want to go? Like, would the audience relate to it?
1: Um, well, they are looking for cool and confident, which I think that definitely came out in this one. Um, I guess vocal fry would bring out the sophistication a little bit, um, and maybe a little more fun is not uh, needs to come out as well for. You know, she's not afraid to laugh at herself. Mm -hmm. Again, a lot of folks have the natural vocal fry. I know that I do a lot, um, so I have to be very careful of it quite often. I don't don't know. Maybe... um, I, I kind of liked it with this, actually. Yeah,
0: I, I think it fit It fit what was being asked for. Um, but I know that in some instances, it doesn't work. As you've, you've kind of suggested, sometimes you have to, like, mm-hmm. pull your own vocal fry back. So um, yes. it worked here, but in what instances would it not work? When would a director be like, oh, my goodness, cut the fry out? Like, you know, um, maybe it's more of a pure read where they just want it to, to sound gentle or... Um, I don't know, childlike or you know, like a yeah. I was
1: thinking like like of of just a a meditation app that would definitely not work with a meditation, or even um, gosh, with all of the the COVID reads that are that are out there now. I think maybe that wouldn't work because mm-hmm. it would come across as almost snarky. Yes, possibly depending on. Again, it's how it's used. um. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, no, all very interesting points because we've had a a couple different debates on vocal fry voices over the last year or so (laughs) and just understanding, you know, what it is and um when it is used and and there are a couple camps of people who would never use it um and then there are people who are like that's that's the best thing to do in this instance and and maybe it is a a situational thing so um Mm -hmm. yeah I just thought I would ask you because it was very clear in that audition that there was some and for anyone who had never heard or never thought uh, that what they they didn't know what it was called, you know what they were hearing, but now they do. Um, that's what vocal fry is. So somewhere on our blog, and maybe it, it find in the show notes, but we have an article that discusses in great detail, along with video um, you know, demonstrations of someone who is talking about vocal fry. So we learn a lot on this show, and I'm really excited that you're here yes. to do that with us. So thank you very much, Amy. Um, if you don't have any more thoughts on that particular audition, we now move to the amazing and wonderful time where you as our guest get to pick the winner. So um, I guess a little drum roll of some kind we can probably do. I'm tapping my fingers. might not be able to hear that. But, so which auditioner is the winner of Mission Audition today? Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is such a tough
1: decision. Um, I thought all the reads were great, honestly. Um, there's two top ones that that I've listened to several times, and it's such a hard decision. So I think number three.
0: Oh, wow. That was great. You know, it's always hard. Um, so you you mentioned before, because I before we laud and celebrate number three, I do want to ask, who was the runner-up? Like, because sometimes that's just as interesting to know. Someone is dying to know if their audition was that one. So which number would that one have been? Of course, that would be uh, number eight. Oh, wow. All right. So winner is number three. Second place, number eight. So as we always do on the show, let's play our winning audition number three.
1: (gasps) All right. PhotoHop helps you free up space on your smartphone while building a beautiful and organized photo library. Stop feeling guilty about snapping 200 photos. Get reminders to review duplicates and surface your best shots.
0: Start your free trial today. Well, lovely. So, Amy, can you tell mm-hmm. us why you chose number three? I felt like she hit all
1: of the right inflections at the right times. Um, I loved her little giggle on the stop feeling guilty about snapping doing her photos. <sighs> I love that. And I just loved her tone, the simplicity of it. And then I also could see her as that power woman walking through the airport to get where she's got to go.
0: All right. And that was the vision you had initially, right? So, yes. yeah, a lot of people when they're casting, they do have this picture inside their head. Sometimes they know what that is, and other times they kind of discover what the, the vision or the ideal is when they hear someone do it. So, uh, in this case, you already knew what you were hoping to hear, and it was just a matter of figuring out who could do it best.
1: It's tough, though. Now, I mean, you know, I um, honestly, I have never sat through and listened to auditions before this. and I can't even imagine having to go through 100 or 200 auditions and, man, casting directors and directors and they've got it tough. There's some talent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And i, <laughs> I heard some of them say, and I, I love, how, yeah, they, they, they do have a, a trying, you know, job, you know, to, to say, yes, you are the only one. When there are so many people mm-hmm. who, if you did just even one degree different of direction, it could have been somebody mm-hmm. else, right? Yeah. But it all just depends on what the person's looking for, um, more importantly what the brand needs the voice to sound like because it's representing them, and how that person best connects with the audience. Absolutely. Well, this has been a great pleasure, Amy. Oh, it's been a real treat to have someone like you on the show who I know is very successful and, and has uh, now had a chance to see the other side of the curtain and, and what it, what's going on there. So um, thank you very much, Amy, for joining us. Uh, if there was somebody who wanted to get a hold of you for some reason, I don't know, maybe they just want to say you did a good mm-hmm. job on the show, uh, what is the best way that they can connect or find you?
1: Of course. Um, and then they can critique my my job here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I always have a hard time doing constructive criticism because I love all the reads. So this was so much fun and hard at the same time. Um, getting a hold of me, that would be, uh, let's see, of course, Voices.com. They can get in touch with me on there. I'm a coach for Voices.com. Thank you, Stephanie. And uh, AmyBreedlove.com. That's A-M-I-E. My mom spelled my name differently, which I love. And let's see, talent at amybreedlove.com is my email.
0: Oh, fantastic. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Amy. And um, yeah, I was going to say, if you had any last parting words of wisdom as a coach, what would they be?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I got the best. Uh, what I thought was the best uh, direction from a casting director several years ago, and it's what I have in my head all the time, and it's just read.
0: Simple as that, isn't it? Well, thank you again, Amy. Really excited. Hopefully people will check out your profile to see if they would like to train with you. And uh, that's a wrap for this episode of Mission Audition. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. And as always, you can find the scripts that you heard on today's Mission Audition on the Voices.com blog. You can go to Voices.com slash blog. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.